The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I think maybe taking a different viewpoint will help you through this whole season. Oh, that's what it because needs to be. you're you're missing some opportunities here that I can see where you know you're already there. You're already part of the event. Why not insert yourself more into uh, their lives? Am I part of the event or am I just the furniture that pours the drinks? Well, no, that's why they view you. You need to become part of the experience and like actually go that extra mile. That sounds like my nightmare. and like hop in and be like, hey, I have a good time tonight. You know what? I notice things are a little awkward here. Why don't I try to? Uh, why don't I try to spice this up a bit? Oh for my you? god! I think that that's not what they're paying for is to have the help start to like interfere in their conversation. Missed opportunities. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nidler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us, and a big thank you to one of our fine sponsors, and that is Next Adventure. Next Adventure helps bring this show to you every day, nextadventure.net, and uh, we do appreciate that. They are having some awesome deals. I was looking they do, at some yeah. of the stuff that they had. And there are these floating tent things that they have on sale. They do. They've got the ones that float on the water. They're the tree. No, no, this is the tree pod package. Oh, okay. Where it's almost like a hammock, but instead it's a dangly tent. What? And you can get these at nextadventure.net, and uh, along with actually purchasing the tent, it also comes with like an extra like Next Adventure fleece blanket, a pillow, like a couple other things. So it comes with like other stuff along with um, this magical that's tent. Awesome. That holds multiple people too. So I can have everybody. Sleep. Wait, so it's like it's like a big sack that hangs from a tree. It's a sack that hangs from a tree, or it no, it's a standalone too. So basically, it has its own standing system. Oh my gosh! So it's like a hammock, like you know, with the metal. So you're bars off the ground. So you're off the ground. This is pretty cool. I kind of want one. I kind of want one of those. Super affordable. I'm gonna too. set it up in my living room and I'll stay there. And it's, there's That's a. Odd. It's <laughs> so it's called the tree pod. You can get it at nextadventure.net. It's limited edition. So limited that edition. Sounds like something that uh, one of your loved ones or yourself might like. You should get it. Yeah, just get it for yourself. And they have a really cool like fleece next adventure blanket that comes with it and um, a few other things. Oh, man, the blanket is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's got Mount Hood on it and a whole sunset. Um, okay, I know I'm going to... Well, i got to look away from this right now. Nextadventure.net. Go there. Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And I want that if somebody's looking for a present for me. <gasps> you All also right. get sets of twinkle lights with it. What? Do you get twinkle lights? You get your own twinkle lights blanket, pillow, and your own like floating... Like tent pod thing. So that means I could stay in my backyard and then keep track if anybody comes back there. You can there. make your own magical wonderland. Well, your backyard sounds kind of depressing. To, to I was thinking like in the woods or something. Oh, no. I was thinking, no, I'd be in my backyard and be like, hey. Uh, you know, and then I can keep track and then be like, surprise, what are you doing Your neighborhood here? is going a little bit downhill. It is going through a downhill phase. Yeah. And it'll go back up, I'm sure. But right now, yeah, it's like... Will it? Uh, yeah, right now, it's definitely going through a downhill phase. Yeah. yeah there's some break-ins. There's some a lot of weird people. and um, Shooting. A shooting, yeah. Yeah, that did happen. There was a shooting uh, that was quite close. It feels like it's moving out again because my neighborhood's been kind of like that for a while. There used yeah. to be, like, the shootings and stuff in mine. Like, I mean, it's still it's still a little uh-huh. not as great as it used to be, but it seems like it's getting slightly better. It's moving over to my neighborhood. I feel like it's pushing back out. Like, it's this, uh, like, 10-year ebb and flow of... Of like Southeast Portland, where like it goes back in, and all the yeah. like, dirty like crime and everything starts again at the waterfront, and then just slowly then starts to move through. back out. Yeah. Then goes back out to its home in eighty second. Yeah, yeah. So we're about at the five year mark right now. Yeah. yeah. So I got a couple more years to yeah. deal with it. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> all right. 
Let's talk about what you're doing tonight and what you should be doing, I think, for this entire season with some possible missed opportunities that you're, you're not looking at. I don't think you're looking at things the right way. So, um, you know, Fun Employment Radio here. This is our job. We love being here every day uh, doing this show. But we also have, you know, other things that we do. And one of Sarah's is being a cater waiter. I am a cater waiter. I, it's not, like, the most glamorous job in the world, but it is, like... Basically, for me, without doing an office job, it's the most amount of money I can make in the least amount of time. Like, yeah. It, it's a good, mm. it's a, a decent paying like a, a job. It's hard work, but it's yeah. also entertaining. Yeah. Because I do get a lot of show fodder from it. And it's also like, um, what is that? I always compare it to that, like CrossFit. Like CrossFit? Oh, because of the workout? Like lifting things and pushing yeah. things and pulling and uh-huh. like doing that. So it's like basically just like a workout. Lifting things and pushing things and pulling. And so... So you get a workout while you're doing it. It's and, exhausting. And yeah. and I imagine it is. Yeah. It certainly seems like it would be. So part of like what it is, though, especially around this time of year, is there's a lot of holiday parties, like company holiday parties. Is that right? Oh, they have just... So all throughout the month of November, I haven't actually even worked there. I haven't seen anyone since... Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't seen any of my coworkers since the uh-huh. drunk wine tour day. Oh wow! Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that well, was I didn't kind of go a mess. out with them after. Like we got our we got ourselves a lift and left. They all went out. Which is still kind of a messy, uh, oh, it messy was, ride it home. It was still sloppy. It, it was, was it was real it sloppy. Was real sloppy. Yeah. So uh, and we've been talking. You know, we we talked about holiday events yesterday, which you can listen to yesterday's episode to hear all about that. We're not going to talk about that one though. So continuing on though with the theme, I think there are some missed opportunities for you. So what do you typically do at a cater waiter job? Are you going to be like a bartender? I'm usually, so I am hired as the bartender. Okay. So for these events, unless, you know, there are a lot of people, like sometimes if they need extra help, like I'll help like plate dinners and like I'll bring out dinners like Oh, really? Yeah. How many plates can you carry at once? Not many. I can carry two. How many do other people carry? Six. Six plates. One, two, three, four, five. All six. lined and they up can on the still arms. Open with their doors. arms like all up. With and their arms out, and they're so classy and they're just like, all right, and they're just like moving around and they're like pew, 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 pew. Have you ever dropped any? Oh, no. Well, I mean, yes, but not in a while. Uh I mean I would. Remember when I told you that I was carrying that steak thing? It was probably like a year and a half ago and it still scars me. And I had the, they like the person since I had like my other hand was full, they placed the steak knife on the plate that the steak was on and then when I was leaning over to give it to the guy the steak knife went, <gasps> yes and then fell like through his legs onto the ground and he saw it I can't remember did yeah, he see I, I think yeah. he saw it yeah. yeah 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 oh man yeah so and I'm clumsier than you are I would definitely drop it I, I think there's a reason why I mean do they not ask you to carry a, a lot of there's a reason why I'm a bartender and not like a, <laughs> a a service person a server um, and that's alright because I so I help I mean, out that's with that impressive. Sometimes. I would never be able to do it. No, everybody else, like, they can, like, clear a bunch of plates at the same time. Like, I'll see people with, like, a stack of, like, 20, like, no, maybe not 20, maybe about, like, 10 plates, like, dinner plates. Like, are you done with this? And, you know, just stack, 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 stack. And, like, there's lumpy food between the two, but they, like, never lose balance. Really? And never drop them. I can carry, like, two plates stacked on top of each other with both hands, like. I tried to stack six bowls at my house. This was last week. I don't, or I don't think I ever talked about this on the show. And um, I lifted them up to the cabinet, and I dropped them and broke all six. I shattered them all over my oh, kitchen. Boy. So I would not be very good at this. No. These were tiny bowls. No. And, they, yeah. and plus, a lot of the times when the dishes are coming right out of the kitchen. So 
there is a um, so we work a, uh, a lot of our food you, comes out of a kitchen. What are you what are you not what are you trying not there, to say right now? There are different cooks, like there are different chefs, but there's one chef in particular that I know that I'm working with today that oy, Oh yeah. Like well, how? You like have what? to Well, first of all, I know their name, but you can only call them chef. They refuse. Like this is the only one that like I work maestro? with. Like maestro. Like <laughs> maestro. So this is the guy that uh, <laughs> that I'm going to work with the chef who's kind of a jerk. But well, you're like, how is he a jerk? He's just, he's very, so like when you go in to get the dishes, or the plates, like, which is fine. Like they don't want extra talking or anything in the kitchen. Like we're not talking or anything, but he's like, he requires absolute. There's no talking in the kitchen. He requires absolute silence. And when you get in there and you have to wait to get, cause like they. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I have never, so, cause I mean, when I worked at the museum, we had. We didn't have this. I, I wasn't the same kind of job, but I mean, it was a lot of catered events. So I was in the kitchen a lot. Never, ever was it silent. Oh. They were always talking to each other. So when we have to go and so how some of the tables are seated, like, for example, every table has a number and every seat has a number. Okay. So like there's, uh, say there, there are big round tables and there are eight people sitting at the table. Like the person who is sitting at the north side of the table will be like seat one. Until okay. it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it'll be like table B. Table like like table seven, or sometimes they have um, names like depending on the party. Like for Christmas stuff, maybe it'll be like you know Christmas tree table or something. Okay. So then you know the seats, so you basically take the order. So Christmas tree table seat four is this. Yeah, is this? And so what okay. happens is you take it out in sequential order. It's like table one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They get fed, you know, by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then you kind of seat that you bring them out their food. There's a rhyme and reason. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. This is actually really fascinating to me. So like table one, the first two people you bring out their food to is like one, two. Then the next the next person comes out with their two plates and they go three, four. Do people know where their seat is though? Because I've been a holiday I've been to these kinds of parties no. and I had no idea. Why would you know? It's like in bars how like um like But bar- I want to be on seat I want to be table 1 seat 1 so but you get it, it first. But it all depends on where you are. Sometimes it's the the southernmost seat, sometimes it's just whatever the person in charge wants and they wow. can pick the table. So they can pick who they want served last? Yes. So if you're served if you're at a holiday party and you're served last, there's a reason you're served last. Well, if if it's seated, I don't I don't think it's really vindictive. Everyone gets their food within within like Ten minutes of each other. Yeah, yeah, but and we still, don't bring out the next course. Still, until there's a reason if it's if it's seated that somebody put you back. How there. are you telling me about how my job is done when you're no, just finding? I'm this speculating out. <laughs> because you're you're telling me that the person who runs the party can decide that can Sometimes, decide where people are. But it's seated. mostly the kitchen and the peop- the manager that like does that so that things run smoothly. You can't have like one table in one far corner, then the next people over there. Like it has to kind of flow, so you kind of go in a circle. So yes, yeah, so this particular chef. Tonight, I know he's very. Oh, he's always just angry and so rude, and um, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, but it is. But he only he refuses to be called by his name. He's only chef. But you're also not allowed to talk to him or like basically make eye contact with him. You just have to go in, and we all wait in our. I order. mean, who is? Have you ever worked in a restaurant? Not like this. No. Okay. No. This uh-huh. isn't. This isn't abnormal. Uh, really, that you you have to be like, and you know, especially the chef. in higher end places like. Chefs are very. I guess when I, you know, now that I think about it, when I worked at the country club, the chef there 
uh, she was she sucked. Mm-hmm. She was mean. Yep. Like real mean. And I'm not saying I did not, not get along with her. Not all chefs, but right. some. Some. And mostly at fancy restaurants, they're usually dicks. Okay. So, Yes, you'll be in there, and she'll be, like, screaming at somebody and screaming at the other people, you know, and you're supposed to stand there, and you have to wait for your two plates because the way people order, it's like, one, two, three, four. So it's like, so one, two, so they'll give you the plate, so it's Uh like veggie, beef. And so you go like, all right, so this is the... Left hand's one, right hand's two? Uh, Right hand's one, left hand's two. Okay. So you're between the two, and you go one, two, and then it's like, all right, chicken. Interesting. And then, like, the next person has two, and so it'll be like, chicken, chicken. And so you take the chickens, and they go, so we all kind of are going... In a circle, then once you finish that table, you go to the next circle. So we each take out two plates at a time. Is this written down? Yeah. So it's on this huge, like, whiteboard thing. Okay. And so you go, you take everybody's orders. Once you have the orders down, you write them all, the tables, and then you put, like, their seat numbers and, like, a, you know, chicken, beef, uh huh, you know, fish. So then it's you. on the board for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the, the manager dictates to you, like, who's going to carry what next. So the only speaking that you're getting is you're just yelled at by like random pieces of meat. Be like beef, chicken, <laughs> chicken, chicken, beef, beef, veggie, vegan, vegan, chicken. <laughs> That's all. Wow. You stand there silently in the kitchen, like waiting for your for your plates. Hey, beef, chicken, mm-hmm. get over here. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I had no idea no. how that actually happens. So that's interesting. And then yeah. and then chef will sometimes like just. But chef out. will be there making the food, and he won't. Won't look at you. No, won't and then talk he'll to like you. sometimes be like screaming at people, and he'll be walking screaming through the screaming at like other cooks. Yeah, he's not my boss. Yeah, like I don't. Work, but he, yeah, he's like yelling at people. It's super awkward, especially like these higher. If it's like a smaller party, like a ten-person party, like uh-huh. then it's not that big of a deal. But when you're plate, you know, when you're plating and seating and ordering, instead of like doing a buffet, if it's like you know separate things that he's individually preparing, mm-hmm. then it's just a nightmare. Which is going to be tonight. Wow. Yeah. So I'm working an 11-hour shift tonight. But you're usually not working the food. You're usually I usually don't the work bar. the food, but if it's busy and if it's a big party and it's a seated dinner, then, yeah, they need as many people as they can to – like, I'll, I'll be pulled from the bar, and then they need as many people as they can to get the food out To get the food out possible. to people. Okay. Yeah. And you don't know what it is. But it was, that's I, – I, sorry, I found that really interesting. I have no idea how, yeah. how that worked. I always wondered how they – we're so efficient. <laughs> John says, I've never had to deal with chefs, only line cooks. I told him to suck my balls at least once a shift. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, most of the people I work with are, are very pleasant. Just this guy is just one. Just one guy. And then, and then you know, when he's not being a jerk, he's like the over-the-top, like, hey, how you doing? I haven't seen a long time no see. I'm like, yeah, go I don't away. want to talk to you. But yet you have to call him chef. So even when you're like... I just don't call on him. On friendly a- terms? Like, I, don't, I don't call him anything. Like, does he want to be called that, like, when he's not on duty? I don't know. I don't call him anything. I'm just like, hey. Yo. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, hello. Oh, wow. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> Back to the what Whoa, I was talking about Eddie beginning. said uh, that they had a chef that would get pissed and throw large knives at the wall, like darts. Yeah, they're always so angry. Why always- are there shows about the, this kind of thing? Every cooking show, imagine. What about like that Gordon Brand? Yeah, but that's where he just yells at people. Think oh. about it. Yeah. I want to see, though, behind the scenes at your <laughs> thing. No, you Like, don't. is there drama that goes on? No, it's just kind of sad. It's like, all oh. right, you're just being kind of mean. Well, I mean, yeah, there's the mean guy, but then is there like more drama that happens? I mean, there's gossip. A lot of people I work with. <gasps> are there people like hooking up in the back? Yes. No, not during, the, no, not during the thing. Like, there are people secretly having relationships, but no. Wow. It's really not that interesting. No, I'm interested. Are people like having secret relationships at Digital Trends? 
Oh, I have no idea. I wouldn't be privy to that information if they were. Secret, like, back rooms full of, like, expired digital toys. <laughs> I, I've seen that room. It doesn't really seem like somewhere where that would happen. Uh, <laughs> all these cords. Oh, the old cameras that no one wants. Um, I, I, If that's happening, I really would be quite unaware of it. Uh, this sounds way more interesting, what you've got going there. Um <laughs> Oh, the Bluetooth speakers. So, just rubbing them on. Oh, the connectivity is not very good. Uh, so, so the <laughs> sorry, that, that imagery is not something I want in my head, but it's too late. So, anyway. <laughs> There's drama. There's secret things going on. This sounds pretty exciting. And this is why... I'm sorry. This is the best description. Eddie, you're just killing it. He said, the kitchens are kind of like Jerry Springer meets the military. That is the perfect example. Absolutely. Because everything's strictly regimented, cleaned in a particular way. Everything is in its own place. But then again, there's so much drama. And everybody's drunk at the same time. Secretly drunk. <laughs> there's there's probably drunk people. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. usually... The, I, if there are, I don't know. Right. Or I do know, and I'm not going to say anything on the air. Sure. Yeah. Um, I've never. No, I would never touch alcohol at work. Like, but there might be some people who do. Sure. Um. Yeah, it is. Military meets Jerry Springer. That's absolutely it. I want to see a show on this. It's pretty interesting being in a kitchen, and also you can, like, based on who's working, you can tell like, what kind of like vibe it's going to be in the kitchen that night. Like, there's a lot of Spanish, like. <laughs> Some uh, some of the cooks will play like Spanish music. Some will play like punk rock. Sometimes there's opera, like and it just all depends. It kind of sets the mood for the day. Okay, yeah. Depending on who's who's in there and running the music, uh, John says uh, twenty servers, ten cooks, all jammed into a, into a tight space and flinging around sexual harassment and casual racism. Does that does that describe yep. it? Yep. <laughs> that's what it. That's what it's like. Yep. I mean, at least for. Most kitchens I've worked in, and right. I've worked at a, quite and a few restaurants and bars. Yeah, you've been around this stuff. Yeah. This isn't this isn't your but first this, go this around on the radio. This person in particular, I think he, you know, since he is kind of fancier, and it is like a pretty prestigious like company. Yeah, it's that, it's nice. Work, right, you like, work for a nice company. Yeah, and it's pretty expensive to like to rent us out. Yeah, it's not something. Yeah, we're not going to be having a fun employment radio party there yeah. anytime soon. So I think he's very. It's it's interesting. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, I know, and I know you can only say so much. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate you saying anything. So what I was going to say at the beginning of the show was just since you're there, the bartender, you know, and you're interacting with these people at their I holiday interact parties more than more than most people with all the guests. Yeah, and it's like myself and the manager who mostly talk to the guests the most. See, but I think since you know we discussed how you know sometimes things can be awkward at holiday parties, you should be in there in the mix, like be more of a. Like, hey, how's it going? You know, what's going on with you? And oh my gosh, so what's your name again? Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. Tell me about Ted over there. And like, get right in the middle of it and help alleviate some of the awkwardness. Because I enjoy I watching the awkwardness. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. I want to make people their, their right. vodka crayons, and I just want to. But you should get right in there though, and just make yourself part of the experience. I will definitely like have a, a friendly conversation with somebody if they talk to me, but I'm not going to insert myself into a conversation. <sighs> It's holiday parties like these that I get referred to as the help. That where they call you the help. Yeah, it Ugh. usually is. I know it's kind of awkward, but I am. So whatever. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Or it's holiday parties also that I hear the most. Uh, it's, oh, oh, it's all right. I used to do what you did. You know, it'll be like. <laughs> 
I think that's the rudest thing. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's nice of you. Now you just. Like, where they just go out of their way to tell you that? Where they're trying to be nice. But they're going out of their way to tell you, like, Like, oh, I used to do what you did. Oh, you're gross, but it'll get better. Like, hang in there. I'm like, what if this is as good as it gets? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or what if this is what you want to do? What if this is my dream? Yeah. Ooh, I used ooh, I used to do that, mm. and it'll you know you'll find your way through it. And there's always this. Super- Nobody wants to hear that in the middle of their job, whatever their job is. Either they know this isn't what they want to be doing, like the person working knows. Oh god, the worst like, also like, is when somebody's asking me like, "So are you having a good time?" And I have to lie every time and be like, oh, oh yeah, it's great watching all of you get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you having fun? Can you finish eating the food now so I can eat the scraps? Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We don't do that. Are you going to finish all of those? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> it is entertaining, though, because there's usually a lot of times, um, like, they'll have, like, Lyft and, like, cab vouchers for people. Those are great, but they're also a nightmare because I know that that means that everyone's going to drink as much as they possibly can because they're not driving. Because <laughs> they all know, like, ooh, it's free, though, right now for them. Yeah. So they'll just, yeah, go yeah. to town. Mm-hmm. That but was there's similar. also the opposite of that where the company will pay for, like, one or two drinks. Uh-huh. And then it turns into a cash bar. And God help me when it turns into a cash bar because <laughs> everybody hates me. <laughs> they all hate me. They're looking at me. They're just like... What? How much is that for a glass of wine? Oh, sh- I can't believe that you charge that much. I'm like, I, like I will set the record straight. I'm like, well, your company that is throwing this wonderful party actually um, requested that it be this way. So I mean, I don't really have any say in it. This is what your company <laughs> wanted to pay for. So if you'd like another drink, you're gonna have to pay for it. You keeper of all of the wine, etc. Prices. And then they try to like convince As me to give them do. free drinks. I'm like, no, because that. Why would up you my risk- bottom line? Yeah. Why would you risk your job? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> for that. Uh, No, I totally understand. Now, I also understand trying to work out a free drink, and you should do that. You should know that, too, because you try to score free stuff all the time. If somebody's super-duper cool and, you know, it's just like, I don't have any cash on me, and I clear it with my manager, who's my friend, like, he doesn't mind if, like, we'll give out, like, a drink or two every once in a while. Yeah. But... But you got to be pretty cool But when cool somebody's being a a jerk the whole time, and they're like, hey, why don't you joke me up with one more whiskey? I'm like, no. No. What are some things people could do to, to get a free drink? Tip. Okay, so and be nice. Take care of somebody who needs to like taking care of. Um, if you've like had a really long day and you're like in charge of like for example the holiday party and you're there on stage like doing all the work and passing out employee like gifts and everything and uh-huh. then when you're done like they'll be like hey here here's a drink you know you deserve one. Okay, so work hard. Tip. I always tip. That's one thing I think. Do you think people forget about? Is to bring some ones. That's the one thing that I would tip. say. Just even a dollar. Like that's yeah. the one thing I would say. If you're going to a holiday party and you know that it's going to be an open bar, bring like a few ones with you. Just so if you know you're going to have a few drinks, just throw do it. Do you that tip dog. every time? I do. I don't know if other like it's everyone's prerogative. You don't have to tip. It's not required, but yeah, it's nice. What is the sir? What is the bartender? I mean, I'll get people. What's a minimum? Man. And I don't mean it that way just because I, I try to tip a dollar a drink. The less but say, like, you don't, don't have ones. You only have a few ones. I will say anything less than a dollar is probably, and I don't want to sound like it's kind of insulting. Like, when yeah. I've been working and someone, like, throws in 50 cents, it's nice. It's oh, better yeah. than nothing, but it also, like, the sad clinking, and it makes you feel a little dirty. Yeah. I don't mean to be ungrateful. I'm grateful for all of the money, but. No, no, no. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's not quite what I meant. I, I'm like, I won't throw change at somebody. But. 
like, do you, t- if you have like $4 bills, can you tip every other drink? Yeah, or sometimes like I'll rude? put down like a five or something if I know I'm going to come back for a few for a couple drinks. My only issue with that is then what if it's a different bartender when you come back oh, and they don't know boy. that you already gave them five? That's that's the only thing I think about when I do that because I I and I am a good tipper. Just before anybody starts getting on me, and you know that you know you are. I am are. a couple of drinks in. I'm a way over generous tipper sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I look yeah, at see, it the next day and I'm like, oh yourself, god damn it! Like I spent too much money. It's like, yeah, I know. I tip. Yeah. Drunk Greg is very generous. Very generous. A little too. <laughs> Carry the one better. Um, and just because people take advantage of that, when you're in the moment you're offering to buy things for people, it doesn't mean that they're the bad person. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not implying that at all. Uh, but what I'm saying is, well, where what was I saying? I was asking you a question about this. Uh, what is the, um, what's the, <laughs> what's the minimum? Like I don't understand what you mean. The minimum. Okay. The minimum well, is I lost nothing. Because I, I lost my train of thought. So the I'm minimum just, like, is nothing. Sometimes people don't. Well, and no, also, I'm, I'm already being, nothing. I'm already being paid by the company to be there anyway. So like yeah. the tip on top of that is just a really nice thing, particularly since it's a holiday party. I'm there to like keep you in good cheer. Like it's just a nice. I don't know. It makes sense to me. And other people don't have to tip. You don't have to do whatever you want. That's not what you're no saying. No pressure. No. Okay. I'm saying that. I'm saying tip. I'll say this because I'm not a bartender. Yeah. Tip. Well, for for me, I like to tip because I know that even like a, a dollar will make my day a little bit. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I could buy like a, a snack or something. <laughs> I realize. I realize. Um... <laughs> that your math isn't adding up. No, I'm realizing things that I'm saying here are not sounding like yeah, I'm. Yeah, when you're saying what's the, the least amount, I don't understand that question. Uh, what I meant is, in order for somebody to not, and I don't mean this for me personally. I just meant. Uh huh. No, oh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, and now I realize I've already dug myself a hole, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> fine. Great. I'm never going to tip again. Uh, Mike says, uh, Greg, Wait, what is why the are you punishing everybody else? Are you not making sense? <laughs> no, I'll pro- the problem is then I'll double it up because I feel bad, and I, I don't, I can't do that. Uh, Greg went right into, if you only pay $4, can you tip every other? That's planning eight drinks right off the bat, Greg. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because if I was the bud there and I saw that there's a cab free cab ride, yeah, damn right, I would be getting as many drinks as I could. The other part of this because job, I'm like, well, I got a free ride home. So, all right, the other part of the holiday job that's the worst. Well, I do have some like, um, and Stephen, yes, I, that's what I tip. I'm asking, I tip a dollar a drink. I'm asking in general terms. Oh, this is not working out well for me. This is great. This is terrible for I me. I love it. Yes, I tip a dollar a drink at least. Well, I will say if you're at your holiday party, don't get over exuberant with the uh, open bar because every time I've seen that, as Uh-oh. as a bartender, I've seen this happen. It's, it's especially, it happens a lot at weddings, a lot at weddings where there's always the one, like we'll play a game uh-huh. where I work like to pick out like- Who's going to be the- Who's the drunkest? Who's going to yeah. be the drunkest person? Who's going to be the, per- like, because it's never who you think. I've gotten pretty good at it. Like my buddy Andrew and I will sit and we'll we'll pick out. Well, because I used people. to do that at the art museum because I think I talked to you about this too. Because I didn't, I wasn't a server there; I was security. So I would stand in the background and tell people not to touch the penises on the statues. But the, that was there were nights where that was my job is to keep the weird Russian ladies away from the penis, sta- you know, the statue penises. But uh, you could like any of those kinds of events. Yeah, there's like the loud guy. I think I called him. Like the bobs, 
which no offense to Bob's, but you know, I just named them. They're the loud, like the super loud guys. Oh yeah, that try to talk over everybody and make sure everybody knows how and important real they are. They're red face, and those are the guys that like slam real... their glass in front of me and go like scotch. Yep. Anyway, so Jim, I was telling you about the green yep. the other day. Yep. Yep. And then they'll maybe if, if they're not getting enough attention, they'll have a really loud phone conversation, mm-hmm. like in front of everybody. Well, yeah, well, I know. Well, I'm at the party right now. I think I'm flying out tomorrow, though. And like, like make sure that everybody sees. Oh, yeah. They're all there. Yeah, there's those guys. They're all there. I I'm, looking, of, oh. I'm looking at there because there are tons of websites online for how to act at your, as, like an adult at your holiday Christmas party. Uh-huh. So I'm looking at these and the other not get thing, wasted and not get wasted and hit on your coworkers. Like also, well, that's a bad. That's what I've noticed with holiday parties. I've. Mm, Why can't you say so, this? No, because I'm thinking because I've seen affairs. Okay. I've seen well, like, people that clearly have come in with somebody else and then like sneaking off to like make out with somebody else and then come back and like be with their other person. Oh. And we don't talk about it. And I would never like out I, anybody. I don't know who they are. But they yeah. are. But, but you see, like, two people happens, walk off. I don't see that happen a lot at weddings, but I see that happen a lot at holiday parties. Huh. See, now that sounds fun. Again, I want to see this show. I want to watch this as a show. It's pretty entertaining. How? But then there are also the ones that are, like, exactly opposite of that, where everyone's, like, too afraid to get drunk. And so they all just not even get drunk. It doesn't even have to do with alcohol, but, like, have fun or mingle. And they all just kind of sit there. At their tables, like quietly talking and staring at their phones. I feel and like those that's, parties go for like five hours, and it is like the most boring thing in the world. I feel like that's probably like a top-down issue. Like whoever the boss is is not a very fun person, mm-hmm. so that just kind of yeah. filters through everybody. So like, oh well, he's going to get mad if we have too much fun. So. I am kind of excited though. Or this she's going to get mad, or whoever. This is my first of eight holiday park parties. I think I'm working. Wow! In the next two weeks. It's going to be a lot. Looking in the chat here, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a member of the Supporters Club, you can always go in there and read the chat archive, uh, no matter when you listen to the show. And we just said, uh, fairs are just part of the service industry. Huh. Um, there are a lot <laughs> It says, them. look, I don't want to hang out with my coworkers. They're coworkers, not friends. Holiday parties are the worst. Uh, like I said, sounds like a good gig for the country P.I., Pre-investigating spouses for cheating. I don't want to get in that. Oh, I don't want to get in that job. It's totally like remember that show Cheaters. Yes. Oh, Oh, I did watch Cheaters. I watched the shit out of that show. It seems like you would loved that. It was the only thing. I only had one channel on my TV uh, when I would get ready in the morning to when we were in. I think it was before I knew and yeah, commercial radio. And as I was getting ready, that was the only channel that worked. And Cheaters was on every morning at like nine thirty and (laughs) ten, and so I would just watch it. Every day. Watch Cheaters. Yeah. yeah. What was his, that guy's name? Joey? Uh, something. He got stabbed, didn't he? He did. He got stabbed and thrown off the side of a boat. I mean, he lived. He was fine. But that was a great episode. Anyway, I've always like like half expected like him to come running in with the camera crew and like catch somebody at the holiday <laughs> parties. <laughs> oh, wow. That is, uh, that's amazing. Joey Greco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's being noted in the chat. Well, um. Anyway, inserting maybe you don't need to. Maybe I was wrong. 
Maybe you don't need to insert yourself into the lives anymore. No. Oh, God, no. I just yeah. want to get out and. I like, didn't know. This is so much more information see, than I thought I've you, known. I think you. I, that's what I was kind of figuring. I'm like, I don't think you understand exactly how this stuff works. Well, no, I didn't. This is more information that you've shared about how this There's job works. There's also like the people than... that I'm running to grab like more glasses really quick and I ask someone to watch my bar and they don't. And the, the people at the party don't recognize the other person. So they try to get behind the bar and grab like a bottle or something. Nothing pisses me off more than somebody grabbing at my shit when. Yeah, no, I could see how that would be not that that would not be good. If you want to instantly be cut off by me, try to grab something. That would be that's one hundred percent. I don't care if you're the vice president of the company. If you try to take something off of my bar, yeah, without me knowing, like, mm-mm. yeah, that makes I, sense, and yeah. and is fair. Um, there's people in the chat saying, uh, "I've seen celebrities cheating, but never saw it ever hit the news." And I'm not going to say a name just in case that's not something I'm supposed to say. Do you have celebrity parties? Like Portland, so, well, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, like government officials. Um, okay. I've done a lot of those, um, like local celebrity people. I've done a couple with like national celebrities, but yeah, not to me. I don't know. I actually, the interesting thing about this is that like today, the party, I have no idea what I'm walking into. Yeah. Like I don't know until I get there in an hour and like. They'll be like, all right, so this is what's happening, and I know that it's going to be a long, a long party because I'm party. getting there so early. Um. I don't think there's such thing as an eyes wide shut holiday party, or there could be. Or you you had to sign a waiver not Who's to talk about it. Just, that's what I'm always curious about. Have you signed a waiver? No. And there are a lot of like inside baseball things you see because there are a lot of like business parties and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I'm not paying attention, so that's probably why. I never signed one at some of the events that I. Were, although there were some where we weren't allowed to go in there. There are some actually every once off. in a while where like we'll uh, like have the happy hour before. And then during the, like, after we put, like, put down the dinner, we can't go back in there for, like, an hour. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm like, but then it's also a pain in the ass because you can't get out of there until you clean the whole damn place. Yeah. So, like, because usually you want to be, like, bussing as people are finishing. So then, you know, when you've been locked out for an hour and it's done and there's, like, mountains of dishes. Right. You got to wait and wait and wait. Yeah. Staggeredly cleaning. Yeah. We had, we would have those every once in a while. Um, Yeah. Where you weren't allowed in. It It was usually, like, big tech companies or banking companies. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that wouldn't allow you in there because they had, you know, their secrets. Mm-hmm. Don't know my secrets. Um, even though it's kind of ridiculous you're having it at an, another place, like, and there's a sound system in there. It could easily be recorded if that's what you wanted. Exactly. I mean, it's really not that secret. I just figured that have everything it on your own is property. Bugged. Like, our phones are, our phones, our computers, like everything. You're here, well, they are. I know. And so are rooms. Hey, Google. So I just turned on a bunch of people's phones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So there's that. I'm sorry. I just learned a lot of information on this. So I'm still trying to figure this out. I do understand the problem, though, of people not leaving. That was always my, what I disliked the most. I like to keep conversation light. Maybe I'll talk to them today about, like, what their favorite Christmas movies are or something. Would you? Well, what favorite Christmas movies? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, my goodness. I have so many. You watch a lot of Christmas movies. I do. I think... In more recent years, like, I kind of gauge my favorite Christmas movie on, um, like, what my family and I, like, extended family and such also can all sit down and watch and all find funny. So there's always a Christmas story. Oh, you can't have anything racy in there. No, nothing racy. Oh, God, yeah. no. I think Elf in recent Elf's a years safe one. has been, and it's yeah. still hilarious. Yeah. It still makes me laugh out loud. And Will Ferrell is just, like, one of the funniest people ever. Elf is funny. Mm. Um, Elf's a good staple. A Christmas story is a good staple. 
Do you watch that one? White Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't watch West, White Christmas. Um, I don't even know if I've ever I haven't seen watched, White Christmas. You know what I actually- Is that have, the with Bing Crosby? Or so. something or whatever. I think I was thinking, actually, I don't think I've seen White Christmas either. I'm dreaming of a one. I was thinking of It's a Wonderful Life. That is that is the Santa one. Claus one? No, that's the one where- um, Oh, Jeremy Storr. That one. Yes. Yes. That's an impression of an impression of an impression. That was terrible. Isn't that knocking it out of the park? Yeah. What's uh, yours? Do you guys watch any Christmas movies together? Yeah, just uh, noted uh, Christmas Vacation. Watch that every year. Watch um, and a Christmas Story. Those two are absolutes. Oh, Die Hard. Uh, ben is saying the ref. I, <laughs> I forgot about the, the ref. Dennis? Yeah, Dennis Leary. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and then then Elf. Elf is like the third one. Mm. Like at least with family time. Yeah, that's the well, one. Well, then we watch it. You know, a crap ton of. Hallmark and ABC Family and like there are and, so many of those movies like our friend Jacob who's in the chat right now I know he's like this Busted. big burly tattooed dude who just loves Hallmark Christmas movies more huh. than anything in the entire I was actually telling my mom about it I'm like my friend Jacob who looks all like he's like hey I'm a man is that, what, is that your impression of Jacob if sure. you just saw him and oh, write me like, Sarah I don't know if pickles. you've seen this holiday movie yet but this one's great and this is like blah 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 so I, he was like before the fact now I feel like the holiday movie has really taken off. So I've been watching a lot of crappy ones. Uh, yeah. Dear Santa is What's one. What's that one? It's about a... Uh, I. Wait, let me guess. So it's a lonely yes. woman yes. who is looking for a man. Yes, and fill in the blank. What kind of man does she find? Is he a banker? Is he a homeless person? Is he a single father? Is he um, her best friend's... Brother. Single father. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Single father. That's it. That's, that's it. And, and But she wasn't looking. It's like he was there all along, but she didn't realize it. Yeah. And then, like, she tries to, like, yeah, like, seduce him and then, like, becomes friends with his. It, it's awful. It's awful. Oh, and wait. Because, like, oh, this is a is this a lifetime one? No, no. It's not. She doesn't try to seduce Sur- him. She seduces like, the son or something and then tries to I get said with seduce, the dad. But I'm, I'm sorry. That was my seduce, default like, lifetime yeah. description. Seduce seems a little she bit She falls different. in love with the single father. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh-huh. So there are all these ones. There's, um, let's see. There's Holiday and Handcuffs. Holiday and Handcuffs. Okay. So uh, single woman goes home to her family. She hasn't been to her home to her family for a while. And she shows up. And she gets in a fight. She has too much to drink. She gets in a fight. She gets arrested. She has to stay too long in the town. And she was planning on getting back to her new job in New York because she's moved on from family. She doesn't like hanging out with family, but she gets arrested. So she has to stay there in town for the because of uh, the she has to see the judge or something or a trial maybe. And so she's got to stay there for like an extra couple of weeks. And slowly her big city heart melts and she realizes she really does love her family and family is important. Even though they're crazy and they're weird, they're still family and you can't pick your family. No, that's so off. Oh. But it does star Melissa Joan Hart, a.k.a. Clarissa Explains It All. And Mario Lopez. Oh, wow. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, it's not as bad, though, as, like, the 12 Dates of Christmas with Mark Paul Gosseler and Amy Smart. 12 Dates of Christmas. Okay, let me guess this one. So, Amy Smart. I haven't heard her name in a long time. Mm. She was, like... She was the it girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Everybody had a crush on Amy Smart at, at a certain point. Um, well, meaning me. And so, so, okay, the 12 Dates of Christmas. 
So they're two people from out of town. They come back to their hometown. They haven't seen each other in a long time. God, you're so bad at this. Um, and so they're they're like both show back up in a small town. It's like a small town in like mm, New Mexico, anywhere USA. And they're like, okay, we haven't seen each other for a long time. We used to date. No, they see each other on Christmas every year, and it's the twelve dates of Christmas because. Each year they come back to the hometown and each year they're like, oh, hi, how are you doing? And then every Christmas they start looking more and more forward to it to where it becomes a thing. That's a real And they long joke con. about it and they joke like, oh, well, we're going to have another date on Christmas. No, <laughs> you're right. And then eventually, you know, they're like, you know what? I love you and I love you. And they leave their others and then they um, and then they hook up. You're so, no. It's it's Groundhog Day. It's Christmas oh. Groundhog Day. Okay. With a, with a blind date. Okay. It's being yeah. noted that Greg is much better at doing this with musicals. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, there is one that I do want to recommend to anybody out there with eyeballs that finds people attractive. Amy Smart? No. There is this one What's movie on Netflix now? called... I've recommended this to like everybody that I know. It is so terrible. But it has, quite honestly, one of the hottest people I've ever seen in my entire life in it. This movie is called, and it's on Netflix right now, The Spirit of Christmas. But it's a play on words because the spirit means that it's about a hot ghost who's trying to find out who murdered him. So a lonely girl from the city who writes like, I can't remember exactly what it is because the plot doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter because the guy is so hot. So she like comes in from the city to like do a write up on this like bed and breakfast or something that's going to be turned in like bulldozed or turned into a different hotel or something. this terrible. And she goes there and she meets this man, but she doesn't know that... He's a ghost. And she slowly falls in love with the ghost, and then she realizes that she loves the place, and she wants to help him figure out who killed him. It is just Wait, she, amazing. And then they fall in the, love. Yes, yes. Wait, she falls in love with the ghost? Um, if so you saw his face, did anyone post a picture of him in the chat yet? Because he is, all right, the yes, I, we, we get it. of Christmas hot guy. There are, like, websites devoted to how good-looking this guy is. But the thing is, to me, though, you make fun of that woman who claims that she's marrying ghosts, the the English lady, and yet you'll watch this. If they this. looked like him, yes, I would marry him. I would, I would marry a hot ghost. I mean, he isn't that bright, but I mean, I wouldn't marry, I'd go out on a date with him and stare at him for a while. Yeah. He's a model. Oh, somebody said he's a model. Yeah. So he's, how good at acting is he? So his acting is amazing. Amazing, yeah. And so's hers. I mean, it's just like top notch. So if you're like not doing anything and want some eye candy in the background, uh, she's really pretty too. It's a it's a love story. They're they're both nice to look at. Huh. The spirit of Christmas. Okay. That's what I should talk to people about when I'm working. At, have you seen the hot guy in the spirit of Christmas? Have on you seen the spirit of Christmas? <laughs> All right. Yeah, if you're into that sort of look, it might not be for everybody. Yeah, but I was playing this actually when I was working at Landmark, and I was playing it in the shed at the the bar that I work at there because we have televisions out there. Uh huh. And I played that last year, and every person that walked by, non gender identifying man, woman, child, whoever would walk by, they'd be like, "That's a good looking dude." Huh. Even our yeah, even some of our burly. I was like, "That's a." I'm like, I know. Yeah. Okay. We. I, I think you've yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mr. Janky. I'm going to look up Amy Smart. All right. 
I don't know where we go from here. I don't know. I think we've done enough work for today. I think All we've right. done enough on this today. Yes. For the for the Christmas movies. Well, the bottom line is, <sighs> you still should probably insert yourself in everybody's lives a little yeah, more. That's totally not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what to what's to come. So I will hopefully have good stories for tomorrow. I won't feel like a broken down spirit. How many affairs do you think you'll see tonight? I guess it's hard to judge. Yeah, probably just one. If you see one, it's an interesting night. Because people forget that you're there. That's the, that's yeah. kind of the neat part about it. Like you're not especially a person. if they're drunk. Mm-hmm. You're not as sneaky as you think you are. Mm-hmm. And we all talk about it too. I wonder if I've ever been this. I mean, I'm not having. For oh man. It's the edamame guy. All right. Oh, God. It sounds like some weird <laughs> fetish thing. Listen to yesterday's show. <laughs> yeah. uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do, really do, really do appreciate it. And um, <laughs> it's it's fantastic that you tune into this show. Oh. Hit subscribe wherever you get your uh, podcasts. If you like the show, share it. <laughs> Please. Share it with your loved ones. Sharing it goes a long way for us. Thanks for it's the really important. <coughs> You're welcome. They screwed up the burrito. Greg is uh, very angry. They screwed up our burrito order. I order the same burrito. I order these burritos there all the time. I'll end up forgiving them. <sighs> Eventually. Sorry. In like yeah, three years I'm a little after mad, they're though. out of business. They're going to be like, all right, I'm ready to go back to my burrito place. No, there's only a couple of things that'll really. Well, I mean, if they did, if they do it again, I'm out. I'm gone. All right. Or if it's a bad burrito, and that'll turn me off in a place. Because there's a place we used to go to. Right, I got a bad burrito. Do. I got two that'll, bad burritos, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. All right, thank you everybody for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Spirit of Christmas. I'm just saying. Amy's smart. We need to get her on the show. Good try. <laughs>